Hey guys, and welcome to 60B Cast, a new podcast to talk about both film and TV projects from the past and present. You'll find all my podcasts listed on 60Bcast.net, and you can also follow me on Twitter at 60Bcast. I know TV and film is a very broad term as to what I'll be casting about, but I plan on choosing a wide variety of projects. Of course, most casts will be discussing sci-fi projects like Battlestar Galactica, Supernatural, or Heroes, but the bulk of my podcast will be all things Whedon. Dollhouse, Firefly, Buffy, Angel, and Dr. Horrible. Anything and everything from Joss Whedon. I also plan to include films of all genres stretched throughout my sci-fi cast, so there will definitely be an eclectic group of projects in line. I do also hope to have some guests pop up from time to time, some you may have heard of, also some newcomers like myself. I've been able to meet many great people through Twitter who I'd love to bring in if they're up for it. Alright, it's time to get down to the actual reason I'm here, and that's Dollhouse. Today I'm going to discuss Pilot vs. Pilot, the original pilot Echo versus the actual aired pilot Ghost. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to the first official podcast from 60B Cast, which I've appropriately dedicated to my favorite show of all time, Dollhouse. Now, for the first episode, I'd like to compare and contrast the two pilots for Dollhouse, the original unaired pilot, Echo, and the actual aired pilot, Ghost. Although both of these episodes were written and directed by Joss, they had a very different feel and a very different tone to each episode. They both introduced us to the dollhouse world, you know, pretty well. But I feel the unaired pilot Echo did a little better and kind of fit more into the Whedon universe as a whole. It had a sort of noir type, darker tone to it, while the aired pilot by Fox had a more high octane feel to it, kind of to fit with the 24 type shows. And I know it was originally supposed to air on Monday nights with 24. So I think that Fox kind of saw the original pilot Echo and they kind of, it wasn't exactly what they had had in mind, although it may have been Joss's vision and Eliza's vision. It wasn't exactly what Fox wanted the show to be. And I know procedural shows, they get ratings, they get, you know, they get viewers easily. So I think that's what Fox was really hoping for was just a show, you know, to show off sex appeal from Eliza Dishku and the rest of the cast and to also you know, fit that tone of what viewers wanted, something that they could easily fall into week to week. But if they missed, you know, a couple weeks and then came back to the show, at the end of the day, they, they'd have no problem catching up. The Fox aired pilot Ghost begins with the sort of protagonist-antagonist in scene, what seems to be a holding cell. We later find out that these two people are Caroline Farrell and Adele DeWitt, who actually runs the dollhouse. The scene does a great job of setting up their relationship for the entire series. Although they both end up in similar fashions in the series finale, Epitaph 2, they both take very different journeys to get there. This episode really tries to sell you on the fact that, at the end of the day, these people signed up for this. They signed up so that you could wipe their burdens away, and at the end of the day, they may lose five years of their life, but they come out with a wad of cash and no troubles in the world. But this first scene between Caroline and Adele kind of negates all of that. That yes, Caroline may eventually sign that dotted line. She may sign her life away to this 
dollhouse, but it didn't look like she had too much choice. Another thing this scene really helped introduce was not only the relationship to come between Caroline and Adele, or Echo and Adele, but also Caroline herself, her journey that she'll take. When they're arguing about the slate and not being able to clean it, that you always see what was on it before, it pretty much signifies Echo throughout the entire series. That yes, you can throw these personalities on top of her, you can throw any kind of memories, any kind of programming on top of her, but at the end of the day, she'll always be Caroline. She'll always inherently do what Caroline would have done. The scene pretty quickly shifts to what we know to become present day. We see two people riding to Cotty's down Los Angeles Boulevard, dancing in the club. You know, we learn that this is pretty much just another sexual engagement from the dollhouse. Yes, there are other types of engagements, but for the most part, they deal in fantasy. This shows exactly what the show is at its core. Although it seems to be an innocent date, this girl has been purchased solely for sex with a client. As active designate Echo, played by Eliza Dushku, she's returned to the dollhouse. We see programmer Topher Brink, who's played by Fran Kranz, and handler Boyd Langdon, who's played by Harry Lennox. Being a former cop, we're not exactly sure why Harry's character is actually in the dollhouse, especially after his moral debate with Topher. If he's so against the dollhouse, why is it that he signed up to work there? Of course, we learn in later episodes why this is, but it's very nice to rewatch these early episodes to see how it all ties in. I've done a series rewatch post Epitaph 2 or post finale, and I think everything pretty much is justified. Although they may not have planned Boyd as the founder from the beginning, it fits nicely, and I found nothing to pretty much contradict that in the early episodes. In Ghost, they do a more blatant job of setting up evolving Echo. Even as we see her first scene inside the dollhouse, you can tell right off that her curiosity is more than what seems to be going on with the rest of the actors. As Dr. Sanders, who is played by Amy Acker, tells Echo something must have fell on her, Echo is almost in disbelief that she doesn't remember what happened. As she walks from the office, Joss readily sets up her two options. She looks down at the main floor of the dollhouse, where everything seems to be calm and perfect, but what intrigues her is Topher's office, the blue light emanating from above. Being the active Echo is, she wanders up to find Sierra, who's played by Deachin Lackman, being mapped from her first day inside the dollhouse. Echo is again not sure what's happening, but she knows something is definitely not right. Paul Ballard is the next character who's introduced, and he's played by Battlestar Galactica's Tomo Pennicut. They intercut scenes of Tomo kickboxing with another guy as he's basically getting grilled by his fellow agents or his superiors. It is known that he's been assigned to find the dollhouse, but has basically had no luck in doing so. I really didn't think we needed the kickboxing scene to further what the agents were saying. Joss's audience is smart enough to get that no matter what kind of deals he makes, he's not going to give up on finding this place. Yes, it sort of sets up his creepishly, you know, perseverant demeanor for the season, but I think that this could have been left out. I'm sure most of the women watching had no problems with the scene, but it felt a little unnecessary, sort of explaining the obvious. As I stated earlier, this episode really feels a lot like a procedural show, almost an alias-type feel, especially with the main plot going on, you know, the billionaire's daughter is kidnapped, so they send in Echo as the hostage negotiator. This isn't a completely unbelievable reason to want an active as to try and keep the cops out, but it again is trying to amp up the volume of the show to get regular viewers. This was the tone I feel Fox wanted, something with sex appeal from Eliza, and something to fit nicely in front of 24 on Monday night. Procedural shows do get ratings, I understand that. 
If you look at the chart, probably about 65% of the top shows are action-oriented dramas, 30% are reality, and maybe 5% are actually thought-provoking. I'm not gunning down all these shows, as I've been on to watch CSI New York, but it's not the style I believe Joss had originally intended for Dollhouse. Again, as we meet the pretty much imprint of the week, Eleanor Penn, Joss gives a nice ode to Battlestar Galactica, which he has stated on more than one occasion happens to be one of his favorite shows. The client tries to send Echo away, stating, you know, she's too much of a beautiful woman that that would make people nervous. He wants more of an Edward James almost type of character. And I thought that was pretty much a nice ode to Battlestar Galactica. Eliza did well with this imprint. She changed her tone, her enunciation of the words. She spoke Spanish, so I thought she did good in showing what we would see week in and week out with the show. You just never really know what kinds of characters the writers had in store for us. Probably one of the best parts of this episode is the relationship between Topher and Boyd. In Ghost, they have several monologues setting up the morality of the show. Basically, that it has none, but in the beginning they seem to be the yin and yang, yet grow closer as each episode progresses. During his monologue, while Sierra's on the treadmill, he lets us in that these are real people that they're using to imprint the actives, real brain scans. To me, this really dials up the creep factor of the dollhouse. As if they weren't bad enough already, sending out people as sex slaves, forcing them to sign their lives away, but now they seem to be stealing other people's personalities. We're not sure at this point if these people are alive or dead, or how exactly we get them, but we know that it can't be good. One of the biggest problems that most people had with this episode was believability. The funny thing is, it wasn't about the chair that seemed to wipe people's memories or these robot-type people living in a spa that had so much trouble, but it was the actual past to Eleanor Penn, which was Eliza Dushku's imprint in Ghost. On the balcony, it was pretty straightforward. We learned that, you know, Miss Penn had been abducted as a child, pretty much explaining to the client why she had invested so much in what she does. That's completely believable. Then the writers take it one step further as we see the hostage negotiations on the docks. We learn she was not only abductive, but it turns out that the same man who kidnapped the client's daughter is the same man who kidnapped Eleanor Penn when she was a child. And this is where we pretty much meet Glitching Echo. During the Fox 5, if you will, week in and week out, people were really upset that Echo glitched too often. How could she be the number one active, yet never really perform correctly? I agree that Evolving Echo in the original pilot was a much better choice to Glitching Echo in the first few episodes that aired on Fox. Once Echo has basically failed her mission on the docks, her and Boyd rush back to the dollhouse. She's supposed to be wiped, and you know, their presence is pretty much erased from the whole scenario as not to implicate the dollhouse in anything. I really like how Boyd pushes her to remember what, what's happened so she can not only help save the child, but... Really, it kind of plays to the way they end Boyd in Hollow Men in Season 2. I really like Boyd rushing into DeWitt's office to keep Echo from being erased. He's pushing her to remember, not so she can save the child as much, but pretty much so she can be better, so she can live up to the potential that he has seen in Caroline. He wants her to be more self-aware. And you think in the beginning that it's because he's ha he has more morals than anybody else in the dollhouse. He wants to save this child. But you know, in the end, it was only to push Echo to see how far she could go as an active. One of the things I also noticed at the end, I know I haven't really spoke too much of Victor, who was played by Infra Jokai, but at the end, we see Echo, Sierra, and a few other actives entering the bedchambers. If you'll watch closely, you'll see Victor entering into the bed behind Echo. I believe this was part of the original pilot in which we already knew Lubov, or Victor, was an active. 
but it's just a cool little thing I recognized during my rewatch of these two episodes. We end the episode with another scene featuring Echo's true personality, Caroline. We see what seems to be a college yearbook video about Caroline basically wanting to do everything, travel everywhere, Doctors Without Borders, not really sure what she wants to do, just she knows she wants to do everything. I'm not really sure how I feel about these Caroline scenes. On one hand, I see Joss putting in these shots to give the viewer something to hope for. You know, we want this girl to get her personality back. We need someone each week to root for, and he essentially gives that to us. But I really like the original pilot not having any Caroline scenes at all. We basically see a picture that Ballard receives with her real name on it, but we essentially see no Caroline. So I'm up in the air on this one. I really like the mystery of the original pilot, but I also like the interaction between Adele and Caroline in the beginning of the episode Ghost. So I'm just not sure, so I'm going to move on. The final thing this episode introduces is Alpha. From what we gather, he's a rogue active who's now on a killing spree and seems to be as obsessed with Echo as Ballard is. I have to say I preferred the passing mentions of Alpha in Echo as opposed to this ending in Ghost. We didn't see Alpha until the final episodes of Season 1, so it really drug out the story to viewers to show him this early and give him flashbacks in the next aired episode of The Target, but never show him again until Briar Rose and Omega. Overall, I rate this episode as a B-. It was a solid episode. It really did introduce the world of Dollhouse well. I just feel that Echo did a little better job, so I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the unaired pilot Echo which I believe you can see only on the DVD. The original pilot Echo begins with Eliza Dushku as Echo swimming in a pool inside the dollhouse. This was a pretty infamous scene as it was shown in pretty much every promo for Dollhouse, but yet was never seen in the show, I believe, until episode 4, Great Hour. And it was also the recycled scene from this episode, Echo. During these shots of Echo, we also see Adele explaining what the dollhouse actually does to a client. This opening sequence to me sets up the show for what it should have been from the beginning. At the end of the day, the show had a far darker premise than Buffy, Firefly, or even Angel, which could be very dark at times. This show was about slavery, forcing these people to kill, to sleep with who knows how many people over the five years that they spent in the dollhouse, and Echo does a great job at setting this up. What I love about Echo is that everything in this episode feels distinct. The way they dress the actives, their hairstyle, everything has an old, noir-styled feel. This was Joss's vision from the beginning. He may have chose to reshoot the pilot on his own terms, but I wonder how much the studio was breathing down his neck during the decision. This episode does have a slower pace, maybe a little more exposition, but that's what worked for the show. Not an episode of the week type show. But we see maybe four or five imprints from Echo alone in this pilot. While I'm not opposed to standalone episodes, there were some really great ones throughout the series, but opening up in this style really helped show the format that Joss wanted. The first imprint we see for Echo is what some would probably describe as a Faith-styled imprint. I don't agree with this assumption. I do think it could have been a nice ode to the first character that Eliza Dishku played in the wedding verse, but I really bought Eliza during this episode, and I really bought her during this scene, even more so than probably in Ghost. I really thought that her and Joss's heart was in this piece. Yes, they may have ended with Ghost, they looked like they were having fun, but I felt the characters more in this episode than I did in some of the first few that Fox aired. Again, I really stand by these quick cuts as opposed to the full episode imprints. We first see the altruistic engagement, then the fantasy date, ending the first set with a Spanish-speaking negotiator. These all worked quite well, and it also showed the different sides of what the dollhouse could be used for. 
As a quick side note, I hope I wasn't the only one who noticed all the Recycled guest stars in this episode. In the first scene, we see Ashley Johnson, who was not only the character Echo takes care of in the hospital, but also featured in cut scenes in the aired pilot Ghost, and finally aired in episode 12 of season 1, Omega, as Alpha and Crystal's kidnapped victim, who they actually put Caroline into. And we also see Stacy Scally as the bride during the fantasy date sequence. We come to know her in season 2 as Senator Daniel Perrin's wife, Cindy. Just as a little side note there, Joss really does stand by people when he finds stars he likes. One of the greatest things about the wedding verse is the cast. And so I really liked seeing him reuse these people after this episode wasn't aired. Probably the one thing that I absolutely liked better in the aired pilot ghost was the tech. The chair in Echo looks very low-tech compared to the final chair used throughout the series. I know Joss and Eliza talk about in their commentary for Ghost how the original chair, I believe, pulled their hair and just didn't fit the show. They wanted a more high-tech feel. I mean, this was about people's brains being washed and imprinted with new personalities, and so I believe the tech that ended up in Ghost looks far superior to the tech that was used in Echo. During the actual aired first season of Dollhouse, Victor is revealed as an active in episode 3, which is stage fright, I believe. Yet, in the original pilot, he's revealed much sooner. To me, this worked either way. I'd already seen a few stills from the show. You know, everybody was anxiously waiting for it to premiere, and I remember seeing pictures of Inver in the full doll attire. I do remember being a little confused while watching Ghost for the first time. I knew he was a doll, but I wasn't sure why they didn't tell us. Either way, the reveal was probably a nice thing for casual viewers, but much expected for us hardcore fans. The one major thing that I'm very glad that stayed the same between both episodes was the relationship between Boyd and Topher. Nothing else remained the same. I'm really glad that this did. Without the Caroline-Adele dynamic, you really needed to see both sides of the coin, the morals versus the science. I also like the extended conversation with Topher, pretty much stating that everyone is programmed. When we see golden arches, our stomach rumbles. Basically justifying in his mind what he's doing is not any different than the advertisements or anything else anybody's putting out there. We also see the famous bison speech from Topher a little earlier. I believe in the season it was in stage fright also, as with the Victor reveal. Another thing that I truly liked in this episode was Ballard. I wasn't a big fan of him throughout season one. It took me until the first few episodes of season two to really get into his character. But in the original pilot, Echo, Ballard seems to be a very different character. He's much more likable. We see him attempting to flirt with his co-workers for help, you know, integrating him more into the office as opposed to a complete outcast. We still get that most agents don't believe in the dollhouse and the fact that Ballard is an agent has no follow-through, but he doesn't seem nearly as creepy. We get more backstory. You know, we find out he's divorced, which seems to have happened not long ago, but I much preferred the Ballard in this pilot as opposed to the actual character we saw through the entirety of season one. And again, I think one of the reasons that Ballard didn't seem as creepy as he did throughout the season one was they really explained his persistence to find the dollhouse. He had interaction with Echo much sooner in this pilot. We see him in the first episode. It took till episode six in the original aired season, which was Man on the Street, for Echo and Ballard to have any sort of interaction between each other. I believe if this would have happened in the actual aired pilot, I think viewers would have latched onto his character more. 
This gave him a reason to search. No matter what anyone else said or what anyone else did to put him down, he had seen Caroline. He had met Caroline. She existed. The dollhouse existed. In Echo, they really promoted the altruistic nature of the engagements as opposed to the fantasy-style engagements, which were pretty much the main theme of Episodes 1 through 5. They pushed clients not as things they want, but as things they need. While this did become a factor later in the series, it really comes to the forefront in this episode. We also see that Dr. Saunders is the one setting up these engagements, as opposed to Topher, who set up the first altruistic engagement in Briar Rose during Season 1. I thought this was much more believable that she would be the one to set them up, and he would be the one to oppose them. But it fit Topher's progression to end where he did in Epitaph 2. We needed to see that slowly changing attitude if we were to believe that he was going to fight against the dollhouse in the end of the series. Another major change in this episode would be pretty much the entire character of Dr. Saunders. In the original pilot, Echo, there is pretty much, she stays to her corner, she stays in her office, she has the nickname that Topher made up of Phantom, as opposed to the aired pilot, Ghost. In the aired pilot, she's far more out in the open, she's in the light, even having Echo touch her face in the beginning. And I remember also the relationship between Saunders and Topher in the beginning of Ghost. I almost felt a romantic hint between the two, and seeing the characters interact, maybe even hoping that they would get together. But the relationship that they have in the original pilot, Echo, is far more reminiscent of their relationship in season two, where they pretty much were intolerant of each other and didn't like anything about the other person. Again, as I stated earlier, I really liked that they only mentioned Alpha in passing. I believe Topher is the first to mention his name, and we may be seeing Alpha folder again at the end. But due to the fact that Alpha wasn't brought in until episode 12, or episode 11, I'm sorry, I really liked that they only planted the seed in your mind about him, but they never really showed him or let on, you know, what he had done, why he was feared. And to me, they showed a little too much in Ghost to hold him out for so long. Getting back to Ballard and Echo, or Ballard and Shauna, I really felt for Shauna's character. Even though I knew she was a doll, I really liked her story of her lost sister and Ballard trying to help her find her. If there ever was a romantic spark between the two, I thought that these scenes did a good job of igniting that. I also liked Dushku and Pinnacott's chemistry. It again wasn't creepy Ballard infatuated with Echo. It was hope almost for both of them that someone finally believes them. But then she had to go off and shoot him in true Whedon style. But the fact that Echo shooting Ballard in the wrong spots was far more revealing to her character than the blatant glitching in Ghost. Sometimes the subtle approach is the way to go about it. And that's what I loved about this episode. It revealed Alpha to viewers, but it didn't. It showed Echo as evolving, but didn't beat you over the head with it. Which is funny, as although this episode was far more subtle, it ended where season one did. I think if they would have started out with this episode, we would have gotten to the bulk of the story faster, you know, as with season two episodes. I have to say again, although I did love the original pilot Echo, which is probably one of my most rewatched episodes, something about it and Val's I always find myself coming back to. Ghost is a strong outing for any TV show. If I seemed a little hard on it, know that that's because of my deep respect for Joss, Eliza, and the rest of the cast of actors and writers. At the end of the day, I would have loved for it to be the pilot. But at the same time, Dollhouse is and will always be my favorite TV show of all time. I love where it ended and the journey it took to get there. 
I also got to say, no matter how much we blame Fox, and I do agree they were at fault for a lot of Dollhouse's failure to thrive, you got to give them props for giving us a season two. They could have easily canceled us along with the Sarah Connor Chronicles, but they didn't. And we got 13 more amazing episodes. For an overall rating, I've got to give Echo a strong A. It's one of my favorite episodes of the series, and it's one that I just keep coming back to. And I appreciate everything that Joss and Eliza and the entire cast and crew put into making Dollhouse. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to follow me on Twitter at 60BCast and keep up with all my podcasts at 60BCast.net. I hope you guys will come back and listen as I discuss more Dollhouse, Whedon, and who knows what else. Much appreciation. Did I miss 60B? Did I miss 60B? Did I miss 60B? No! Did I miss 60B?